Hey guys, welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. For this episode, I head down to Gilbert to hang out with Rob, the owner of Flying Bassett Brewing. These guys are one of the new kids on the block, but with a handful of well-known Arizona beer mentors that he's worked with, it really makes sense why these guys hit the ground running. So let's tap into Flying Bassett Brewing. So we're on the northeast corner of Cooper and Ray. Is yep. that right? Yeah. So when you get off the 60, it's Stapley. Yeah, it's Stapley, and then uh, just come south. Uh, Turns into Cooper. about four or five miles south of uh, the freeway. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. And then just north, about two, three miles north of the 202 south. Nice. Very convenient so, yeah. location, yeah. man. Yeah. Nice. Oh. So I'm here with Rob Gagno. Uh, he just described it to me as, I'm gone, yo. What's Rob gone, yo? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, easy that way. <laughs> it is. I like, I like that description. I wish I could tell people that, you know, my last name is pretty simple, Walters. Mm-hmm. So people are like, how do you pronounce it? Well, like Walters. Walters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to get it easier. <laughs> yeah. So we're at Flying Bassett Brewing Company. Man, I'm, um, I'm really excited to do this episode. I, okay. I, uh, you guys have quite a list here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to drink all of these. Yeah, or are we? Yeah. <laughs> if you like, we can. And, uh, it is about eleven. <laughs> be a long while. <laughs> <laughs> be, yeah, that's an expensive Uber ride back up to my place. But uh, but yeah, Rob, dude, thanks for joining me, man. This no, is thank you for having. Thank yeah. you for coming over. <laughs> this is so you guys are one of the one of the new guys in in town. We're relatively new. Yeah. Um, we um, I'd say we've had a few come in after us yeah. uh, as far as breweries. Um, we had the concept come up in probably about 2011 when we were we were thinking about we started home brewing. Okay, and then um, we didn't really realize the location. Uh, the location actually here where we are in Gilbert now came up after we had moved to Hawaii. Oh, really? Uh, we actually were thinking about doing the whole operation in Kauai. And wow, Kauai! So, yeah, uh, that <laughs> is uh, that's where we went for our honeymoon. That's uh, like yeah. our place, yeah, man. Uh, I love it. uh, it's funny. Uh, the whole story kind of starts back in how my wife and I back in. Um, 2009, yeah. uh, I was living there. I was flying for an airline out there. I okay. was doing inter-island hopping, and my wife was a travel nurse out there. A travel uh, nurse? Travel nurse, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she didn't, you know, we didn't know each other, but we lived on island for about a month. Not a very big island. Not a very big <laughs> island, but we didn't know each other, so okay. it was kind of weird. So then we both moved back to Arizona, and that's when we met. We actually met through Match. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you guys are both were in Arizona? Were in uh, but Were? Or we, but did we, you, at, at this, the time back in 2009, we both were living in a, in Kauai. But you guys come from different places. But so. we came from different places. Okay. We both okay. lived here yeah. before that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So from Arizona to Kauai, to Kauai yeah. back to Arizona. Back to Arizona. Wow. And then we met on match. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. That's really cool, yeah, too. Yeah, that was, what, 2009? No, uh, no, that was actually 2011. I okay. Think we met. And gotcha. then we later kept you know, dating and everything. And after a while, we were like, oh, it'd be great to have our own bar. Yeah. Oh, it'd be great to have our own brewery. All right, let's learn how. Yeah. So it kind of transferred from that to all right well let's let's start home brewing so we started home brewing and you know we did the whole cook on the stove make a big ass mess kind of yeah. thing. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've heard that that's a common theme right mess some shit up yeah, yeah. but exactly. you guys were in it together though because usually yeah. i hear yeah. it's you know one of them what one of the couple is brewing and the mm-hmm. other one's like take it to the garage yeah where you well, guys were it, both it, in on it it did go that way <laughs> <laughs> okay all right <laughs> it started off as her excited about it and learning how to do it and yeah. we, like i said we uh shortly after we started doing the the uh 
the uh, stove stuff, we okay. quickly got into all grains. So we built our own little mash tun out of the gut cooler, oh, that kind nice. of thing. And at the time, we were buying our stuff from, I want to say, Beer Connection in okay. Tempe. So we yeah. bought all of our stuff from them. And we were probably like two months into it, and we were already stuck. In, you know, we'd already gone into all grain. We already looked. We were already started doing uh, loggers two months in. Wow! And it was funny because yeah. the, guy, the guy who was selling us all of our, our equipment and product and everything was like, Are "You guys like engineers or something?" Because no one gets through this this quick. Yeah. They're like, um, <laughs> "Not really, no." But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just like to learn things quickly, you yeah. know. So that's just the way we were, and so. It was probably, we did a lot of home brewing. We actually got into bottling, filtration, all that stuff. Wow. We were doing all out of the garage. You uh, guys what, were t- tag teaming it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, nice. When uh, It got to the point where brewing, she wasn't brewing anymore. It was mostly me because okay. she couldn't handle sitting six hours in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> Would you drink? Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, or, or six hours by the pool, you know, trying yeah. to brew. And then we stopped doing by the pool once I dropped a carboy on it. And, oh. You know, made it. oh, dude. Yeah. It was a whole bad. Yeah. Beer finished, dropped a carboy, and it was like, ah. yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you live and learn, man. Right? That's, that's the exactly. whole experience. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, so we, we kept doing that. We, like I said, we got into bottling. Uh, I had the wife and the daughter. They would do all the. Uh, I do the filling with the Blickman beer gun, yeah. and they do all the capping and everything, and colored nice. caps and all that stuff. And so what we do is we were making. Oh, I think that first year, I think we did like three hundred gallons of beer. Wow. Like five gallons at a time. Okay. Because, yeah. like I say, at the time, I was working for Homeland Security. Okay. And uh, I had a lot of free time. So, yeah. on days off, I would make beer. So, I bought 50 pounds of two-row and all the, you know, ingredients and everything. So, on my days off, I had I had recipes to go and make beer all the time. Yeah. And so, uh, so I was basically um, flying, um, like... A few days a week, so I was able to come home and you know, keep keep an eye on fermentation and things like that. So no big okay. deal. And um, she would kind of tend to it a little bit for me. Um, but again, like I say, it ended up huge messes and things. Yeah, like that. <laughs> and she had to clean up the she messes. Had, she had to clean up the messes <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Um, but then 2012, we actually entered the Great Arizona Beer Festival. I think it was oh, or nice. something like that. The Homebrew Festival. Okay. And we entered, I think, eight beers in that. And we won three medals. Nice, So that kind of solidified the fact that, okay, we might have an idea of what we're doing. So yeah. we should probably see how far we want to go with this. Um, so then in that same year, uh, Master Brewers Association had a, uh, a course on basically taking grain from being in the field to all the way to final processing to canning or kegging or whatever else. And wow. So they, they kind of walked you through everything on how all stuff works and they have people from all over the world doing this program. Uh, in the class, there was people from Japan. There was people from China. There was uh, Puerto Rico, wow. Canada. Uh, there was a lot of local places. Uh, there was uh, Lumberyard was there. Okay. Um, Where was this ba- at? This was up in Wisconsin. Okay. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Basically, they have a fermentation program up there. And gotcha. they take you through, like I say, a quick two, two-week course, full immersion, eight hours a day. Yeah. You know, they take you. They take you through tours and stuff on the weekends. We went and toured New Glarus and places like that. Nice. So it was a really cool adventure. And all the breweries that sent people in, they also have them request that they bring in beer from their breweries. Okay. So we had a beer room full of beer. We drank every oh. every evening. We'd go in and taste all the beers and yeah. do sampling. Have a basically a beer social. It was a good time. That's a it tough was, school, <laughs> right? It was. It was very tough. Um, but it, the cool is the the people who were teaching the program. Were, were people from, like, say, Anheuser-Busch, okay. from uh, New Belgium, from New Gla- or from uh, 
Uh, New Glarus was there. They had yeah. Yingling. Uh, they had so some uh, Sierra dogs. Nevada. Yeah, that's some yeah. great talks on how all this stuff works, on efficiencies, and uh, like it, even from all the way from accepting the grain in the brew house to all right. Well, this is how you keep do out of the you know the final product and uh, things like that. And, wow. You know, to, yeah, it was really cool. Very in depth. Um, and it, like I say, it helped those who are in the industry to help those who are not in the industry to understand sure. how things worked. Wow. So, so coming from that, I, like I said, that was in like November of 2012. I got back from that. You guys that. both did that or you just no, did I that? Just did okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, it basically became me brewing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. This is all you, man. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but you also have to have the holy hand grenade from her to say, hey, it's okay to do it. You yeah. know, <laughs> that's a big one. That too. is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it went from, we then, um, like I said, I did the class and then I came back from that and then BJ's over in Chandler was hiring. Oh, gotcha. And I okay. was looking at just maybe a seller job or something like that. Well, they were looking for a head brewer. I was like, uh, okay, we'll give it a shot. See yeah. what happens. I met Derek, and he loved my technical background. He loved the fact that I fly airplanes, and, and I have kind of a sense of structure and, yeah. and know-how of doing a lot of things. So This is Doc, right? Yeah. Doc Osborne. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yep. Nice. So yeah. he, was, he, was, you know, he was really cool with that. So he's like, all right, I'll give you the, you know, I'll give you the position, you know, but we'll, we won't make you head brewer right away. So yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. As long as I learn, that's really – I wanted to see if this was going to be something that we wanted to do on a full-time. Gotcha. So, like I said, I got working in there, and it was definitely baptism by fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot to take in, going from this little five-gallon batch to this 15-barrel brewing system. Wow. You know, and yeah. it, was, it was huge. You yeah. Know? Um, and then Jeff Huss is the one who taught me for the first couple of months. Oh, wow. Dude, yeah. so you had Doc Osborne and Jeff, and Jeff Huss, Huss right there. Yeah. 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 So, Man. yeah. So, Jeff Huss, like I said, he taught me everything on how you know this works, how that works. I had a general idea of things. Sure. But, he filled me in on the on the small details of the Swiss cheese that filled in the holes. Yeah, and uh, like I said, it was a great experience working with him. Uh, you know, he uh, he was very stern about what he did, and he was very passionate about what he did, and so yeah. it was really good. So, and then same with Derek. Derek was very passionate about it. Um, like when I came in, it was funny because we used to do. Uh, cast for every Thursday, we would do a cast beer. Okay. And so, you know, when we get doing the filter or transfer or everything, we fill these casts full of beer. And so my idea was like, all right, we'll put all kinds of goofy flavors and stuff. Derek was like, that's not beer. <laughs> <laughs> Classic talk style, yeah. But it's that's, funny because yeah. that's what I am now. It's sure. like I think traditional when I think beer. I don't think yeah. to put stuff in it. Yeah. That's why we brought in another brewer who does do all that, does sours, has experience uh, with things like that. I've kind of reached my peak of creativity, I'd like to say, gotcha. with what I have now. Yeah. I want him to carry us into the future as far as where we can go with different, you know, different types of styles and stuff like that. And yeah. Create new styles, you know. Nice. So, um, but yeah, like I say, I became I became a purist because of Doc. <laughs> yeah. Well, do, you know, like when when you know October comes around and and I want to get an Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. I go to Pedal House. Yeah. I'm like, that's going to be the closest to a pure... I don't know. you got to okay. try ours. Well, now that I know, now that I know, yes, no. No, and that's that's really cool, man, because those two guys are, I mean, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome dudes, but oh, yeah. just their knowledge and, um, I mean, I, I haven't worked with either of them, um, mm-hmm. per se, in, in the brewing aspect, but um, they just seem like very patient, mm-hmm. yet... Um, this is this is the structure. This is the structure oh, yeah. of how yeah. how to how to do this. If you want to be a world class brewer, that's yeah. These yeah. are these are the one guys you want to talk to. Yeah, yeah. I was lucky that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. No man, that's awesome. <laughs> Let me backtrack a little bit because you you mentioned something about something in Kauai. There was something you concepted the the 
tap room here in Gilbert. Did you mention well, something see, like that? Well, the thing was, yeah, like I say, we uh, after I had done my my work with Pedalhaus, I w- or actually, I'm sorry, uh, BJ's. Okay, I was there for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, after that, I was given an opportunity. A friend of mine who was a chief pilot out yeah. for a, an airline out in Hawaii. And basically flying cargo 737s. Okay. I'm like, all right, cool. This is an opportunity for me. Because it's harder for me to find a job than it is for my wife to find a job as a okay. nurse. Gotcha. Know? Yeah. So she yeah. can get a job pretty easily. I have to f- make sure all the bells and whistles and pieces fit kind of thing. Sure. Because pilot jobs are not hard, easy to come by. Yeah. And so he contacted me. He said, hey, I got a 737 job out here. You want to come fly? I'm like, well, I got a rating. Let's go. You know? So yeah. I had... Gotten a 737 type rating a while back, so I, I was trained on flying those airplanes, so it kind of fit. I was like, all right, cool, let's go. Okay. So my wife and I move out there. I move out there first. I start flying for the company, and, you know, they were having their own little issues and everything, but uh, it was a good experience. It was fun. Um, I was there for about a month, and then quickly I was I was a captain. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they had a kind of a – they only had like four – four or five captains and then three of them left had to go do other options uh, uh other opportunities so i you know they're like all right you're a captain now i'm like all right well i was one before shouldn't be hard <laughs> um but it's funny because like i say i took a two-year hiatus to go learn how to make beer and now i'm going back to flying airplanes so yeah. it was a little bit of a you know trying to get back into the saddle kind of thing sure still um, with the goal of wanting to open the uh, still the, the, wanting the to, yeah okay. that's why like i say that's why we had moved out to Hawaii. that's why yeah. i take the position so okay. so we were out there for I'd say probably about a good year. Um, and while we were out there for the year, we did, you know, research on, okay, sort you know, kind of formulate a business plan, kind of how it would work. You know, we looked at property. We looked at, you know, renting property, buying property. And those two aspects were not financially going to work. Okay. You know, property was way too expensive to purchase. And on top of that, there was nothing really to rent. There. Yeah, in Kauai. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was too expensive. So we kind of looked at the whole idea of, right, all right, well... If we want to do this brewery thing, we'd have to go back to Arizona. We have yeah. a better support staff here. We got, like I say, we know a lot of people in the industry as far as brewing goes. We know yeah. a lot of people in the restaurant industry who could help us out get everything started. Uh, we thought about the idea of a tap room, but was not really. It's it's more of a struggle to get going that way with um, no food, like no, no in house food, yeah, yeah, no way to you know get bigger checks and things like that to keep people wanting to drink more. And so we thought, okay, the restaurant concept would work unbeknownst to us how hard difficult it is doing the restaurant thing. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be a common theme, man. Yeah. Like people are like, oh it is. man, it's two businesses. It, it's two oh different businesses. Oh my God, it yeah. is. It's yeah. way different. <laughs> yeah. It is is a lot more more cogs in the machine, so to sure. speak. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> versus, a good way to put it. Versus, you know, brewing was one cog. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh it is it is uh like I said, given the fact that we had more support back there, we're like, all right, you know, let's move back here um, and then start working on the project here. So I got a job back here. I was an instructor for uh, uh, a simulator manufacturer. Okay. Um, turns out I'm not a good simulator instructor. Right. <laughs> Dude, I think life is about not so much knowing what you do well. Like, what, what, what don't what, I do what, well? What can't I do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Simulation instructor is not on that list for right. you. Right, yeah, that's not me. No, yeah. I'm more of a, yeah, well, let's do things. Sure, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm, much of an instru- I'm more of a doer. You know, yeah. let's just put it that way. I'm more of task-orientated, do things, whereas, you know, you know, uh, instead of teaching people, like I say, that's why I, I like my new brewer. He's like, I can teach people. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are done for you, Robert. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know, I mean, I, I'm a doer. You know, yeah. that's just it. You know, so 
Uh, so with that, like I said, we moved back here. Um, shortly thereafter, we started formulating the business plan. Uh, came up with the concept of flying uh, flying Bassett. Um, okay. We'd always the, how the name came about. It's kind of funny. Um, we actually before we used to have mastiffs. My wife had a English mastiff. I had a French mastiff when we met. Um, so when we moved to Hawaii, we gave them over to the rescue. They had great homes and everything like that. So we moved yeah. to Hawaii, and then but while we had them, we were like, oh, it'd be funny to have a basset hound named Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> so when we moved back from Hawaii, we found a basset hound named him Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, because yeah. he got these little legs. Yeah, oh, that's. I was wondering, like, why Lieutenant Dan? I mean, that's a cool name. He's but a full si- he's, yeah. like, he's seriously, he's a full size dog. You yeah, know, he weighs seventy five pounds. Yeah, but he's got these four inch legs. <laughs> I've seen those because they've got the big body. Oh, yeah, they've yeah, got yeah, the big body. Yeah, he, seriously, he is husky. He, yeah. he weighs a lot, and his girlfriend Angela Bassett. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> she weighs about fifty five sixty pounds. Wow, now, and you would didn't notice it but yeah. they're they're big husky dogs yeah and they're well they were bred they were they're french and they were bred for hunting uh small okay. like brush animals yeah you know squirrels wolverines whatever you know yeah. things like that so their front paws are for digging so you'll notice anytime you see a, a basset hound their big front paws yeah. for digging in after things interesting okay oh, yeah. yeah yeah so like i said they're normal dog they were bred dwarfism into them so they, i mean they, of course they're down the road of course they have you know health issues and things like that yeah but, yeah but they're great dogs they are they're so docile they love everybody rarely do they ever get angry at anything you yeah. know um, Dan kind of got angry because, you know, he's got a girlfriend now. Sure. So. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to be protective. You got to be protective, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, it's like I say, they're really cool dogs. And so we kind of got thinking. We had a few other ideas. I can't remember what some of the other names were, but yeah. we did a test market thing on, on our Facebook page. Okay. And we put it out there. We had a whole bunch of names, and we did kind of like for a week what would name worked. And Flying Bassett kind of just blew everything out of the water. Meaning test market as far as like your personal Facebook page. Yeah. yeah, We basically, hey, what do our friends think? What would be a good Uh, name? You know, kind of thing. And so that's how Flying Bassett was the one that stuck. Yeah. You know how we came Overwhelming. Yeah. Overwhelming. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Overwhelming. It was like a three to one ratio. And it was funny because, like I say, it's people are like, well, how did you come up with flying bass? Well, it's like you look at their ears; they could almost fly with yeah. those things. They're so huge. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. it wasn't until later that we, you know, equated the whole "I'm a pilot." Thing. That's the first thing I thought. It, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. That was an afterthought. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, we yeah. came up with like I say. Once we started building the building and we put the uh, the the runway markings at the front door. Yep. That's when we were like, hey, you know what? Let's just make this an aviation themed brewery. Wow. So that's how it all came out. That's that. crazy, man, because yeah. I bet you not a lot of people know, well, if they know about your background, mm-hmm. that they would know. They would think that, oh, yeah, it was probably the Basset Hounds were put in as that. But no, yeah, they were the no, inspiration. No, it the, yeah, it was the other way around. Yeah, yeah like I said, I've been, I've been flying since 2003 when I got hired with uh, Mesa Airlines. Okay. You know, I started yeah. out, I was, a, I was a flight attendant for America West, and then I went over to Southwest, and while I was there, I was like, at at, at America West, I was like, hey, these guys wear glasses flying airplanes. Why can't I do it? Right. <laughs> so I found the quickest way I could to, to get into the right seat of an airplane, and Mesa Airlines has a uh, program out of Farmington. And that's how I got into flying. So nice. I've wanted to fly since I was a kid. Yeah. So, But I figured you had to have perfect vision to do it. So yeah. I was like, no, all right, let's go. <laughs> ah, interesting. So, okay. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of the same thing with a brewery, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like, right. I want to do it. All right, let's learn how. All yeah. right, let's do it. <laughs> nice, man. You set some goals for yourself. A little bit. Right? And then, you, <laughs> then you hit those. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, uh, so, that, so uh, test market, flying Bassett, overwhelming mm-hmm. for the for the name. Yep, yep. And, and so then... then 
then did you guys have this place picked out? No, this was point? we had looked all over the valley. Well, we looked more in the East Valley. Uh, we looked okay. at downtown Gilbert, downtown you guys Chandler. Live over this yeah, way, right? yeah, we okay. live. We have a house in at the time. Yeah, at the time we have a well. Right now we have a house in downtown Chandler. Okay, okay. So we uh, we were looking in the area. We we're looking at downtown Gilbert, downtown Chandler, and those places were booming right now. Yeah, you know, back then, you know, a couple of years ago, and so property was not cheap. Okay. So this was probably our second or third location, and then we looked at the size of the place and how it could, you know, it was a famous Sam's before. Okay. And so it was a big sports dive bar kind of ish. Yeah. Thing. Had a good patio for dog friendly. Um, and then, we, like I say, we wanted to find, you know, a place that we could build uh, that was, you know, comparable to what we wanted to do with it. We okay. wanted to, our concept behind the whole thing is we really wanted to create a place that we wanted to come to. Sure. We were kind of foodies. Yeah. We kind of, you know, go to places and see how customer service was, how atmosphere was, you know, how breweries go and things like that. And we wanted a place where you could see the equipment. You know, there's, yeah. you know, there's, there's the tanks right there. You know, they're actually making their own beer. Yep. You know, you come in here on certain days, you can smell the, you know, smell the That's beer the brewing. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My kids don't like it. Like, what does that smell? Yeah, it like, smells like, you know, a, a barn is what yeah. I get. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, now I'm like, ah, oh, that's no, wonderful. That's good stuff. That's yeah, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. You'll learn. You'll learn one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. So, like I say, we, we kind of knew it was a little bit set back from everything, but we knew that we had, you know, good size parking and all that we yeah. did we're equal distance between downtown gilbert downtown chandler yep um and then like i said it had a following before so hence that's how it brought us to the copper ale <laughs> oh, okay well look at dude that was that was that was smooth transition i don't know what i've been sipping on here but that's fantastic oh that the one you live in the dream yeah live in the dream yeah it's like American ask anybody out. it's like you know any pilot usually it's like how's the life man i'm living the dream living the dream that's kind of what you get when you know with that one it's like a yeah. little bit it's, it drinks like a beer but it's got a vanilla finish to it mm -hmm. you know so it's not overwhelming it's not sweet it's it's very approachable, very drinkable. Yeah, you know, it's fantastic like, it's beer. Great. Man. I'm living the dream, man. Yeah, living the dream. <laughs> I'm sitting by the pool, yeah, living the dream. I was just gonna say this is a great pool beer for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so so the copper you mentioned the so the, the copper. copper the copper uh, ale uh, we wanted when we opened uh, our equipment wasn't up and running. We opened in January of 2018. Okay. And so we got our certificate of occupancy. We're like, let's just get open. We'll get the brewery up and running later. It wasn't until like end of March that we got the that same year okay. that we got the brewery up and running. So, but in the meantime, I went over to BJ's and I basically made you know stole their equipment and brewed my own beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gypsy brewing, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so we did that, and uh, the first thing was is that you know we we're going to go. Okay, let's do a pale ale. Start it off with. Well, yeah. my my recipe. From what it was to upscaling it to their size came out yeah. differently. <laughs> okay, yeah, was that um, an understatement? <laughs> yes, <Differently. laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was. It was funny because the way it started out was it was the color that we have today. Okay, but it wasn't as malty. It wasn't hoppy. We uh, we put in um, oh, what do you call it? Um, hop oil extracts oh, to gotcha. start off with. Okay, and it didn't take as much as you know it wasn't as hoppy as we wanted to we're like all right now what do we do yeah. so we're like all right you know what it was called a pale originally and then we're like you know what let's just call it a copper because yeah. it's got the color it's very drinkable you know and so then you know as time went on i tweaked it to where it is today yeah very malty it's got a nice malty backbone to it light and hop but very drinkable very um, good yeah people yeah. people like to call it like our uh, uh what do you call it a um football beer 
you know, where you can sit there and watch a game, you know, and just drink lots of these. And yeah, you know, (laughs) yes, I would drink lots of these. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And for an amber too, like uh, the ABV of four point seven, that's that's pretty low for because amber is usually a little bit higher. Yeah, well, see, the concept was behind the whole copper or the pale. What it was was to because, like I said, this was a a dive bar before it was you know a Bud Light Coors Light crowd. Sure. We wanted to get them something they could get into into craft. You know, okay. we want to bring them back and be like, "Hey, we're not the same place, but we have something that you know you don't have to get Coors Light Bud Light for." Yeah. And so, you know, we we brought that in. It's very approachable. Very. It's actually our number one seller. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why it's called the Captain of the Brewery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right there on the on the tap list. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's been that way since we've opened. Is it's always been our biggest seller. Yeah. Even if now that we have like you know fourteen, fifteen beers now, it's I think still I our biggest seller. Nineteen on there, man. That's impressive. <laughs> well, yeah. That is some impressive. Of, some of them are split mixes and things like okay. that. We've okay. Added, gotcha. we've, some of them are are regular beers. We've added something to. Okay. Like our CBD beer. We yeah. added uh, I saw coconut. That. That's and, interesting. A CBD uh, coconut and key lime to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's basically our blonde beer. Then we in, um, we infuse the flavor into it, yeah. much like we did with the CBD. Okay. Uh, we uh, we're on our last few kegs of that. Uh, the the TTB said no. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. that um, um, Hard Bottle in Tucson dealt with that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah. We uh, we went we we brewed the beer originally. And we threw this, you know, had the CBD in there and everything. And then we, of course, you know, it was on Mouth by Southwest. And, of course, shortly thereafter, like a day, <laughs> we got our we got our no more production uh, from the TTB. Stop producing it. We're like, okay. They didn't say not to sell it. We sure. can't. We can stop producing it. So I've recently got, I'd say probably about two weeks ago, got a letter because I had to go. The TTB said stop. So I had to go through submit formula. Submit formula. They came back and said, "All right, you need to go to the FDA and ask them." So I asked the FDA. They they were doing meetings and hearings and all of this for for CBD. Okay. And it's uh, they came back to me recently and said no. <laughs> really? Yeah. They said that it's, it's being the fact of its derivative. They've only approved certain things and hemp seed oil, and a few of the oils are the only thing they really approve right now. Yeah. So we can change it to put the oil in there, but I'm really not a big fan of putting the oil into the beer. Yeah. Uh, we were using the isolate. Okay. So okay. the isolate is the purest form you can get with, you know, not even having any uh, THC in it. Okay. The least likelihood to having THC in it, gotcha. basically. And so that's that's what we're, the form that we're using. Gotcha. So. Well, like I say, we're on our last few kegs of it now. So well, I'm going to get some while I can. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that key lime one, man. Yeah, that sounds we had, amazing. We had another one that was a pineapple or a papaya and something else. Ooh. We called it Maui Wowie. <laughs> that one went pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say so. CBD in there in Maui Wowie? Well, what inspired you guys to do a CBD beer? Well, because CBD is such a growing uh, interest in it right now. Sure. Uh, yeah. You see it everywhere. It's like my gym has CBD, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And um, my mother-in-law, she uses it, uses the oil for her arthritis and stuff. We weren't actually promoting it for the simple fact of what it can do for you. Okay. We were promoting it for the fact is, hey, is this popular? Let's try and see what happens with it. Yeah. Because no one else was doing it. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, there's a reason why no one else was doing it, but... Let's see, test the boundaries, you know. Yeah. So nice. We tested well, you, them and you, you found <laughs> dipped them. our toe in and <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. Well, so, um, but, it, but also Founders has the same thing. But they're okay. using the oil. They have the meters and all that other stuff to, uh, to determine it. So what does it add any anything to the, the to the flavor of the no, beer or the mouthfeel or anything? Nothing. Nothing to no. it because it's an isolate. It's the, like I say, it's basically it's kind of like a little tiny powder. 
Gotcha. You know, gotcha, and it okay. just makes us in. But, but uh, you know, it's basically considered, I mean, CBD is basically considered like uh, the best natural anti-inflammatory. Sure. You know, yeah. and it's also a sleep aid for some people and this, that, and the other, you know. Yeah. So, it reduces anxiety in mm-hmm. people. There's a lot of really good things oh, yeah. that yeah. it provides. Yeah. There's a lot of benefits for it. But yeah. like I say, it was not something we were promoting. We weren't going to sure. say this will do anything for you, but it's, yeah. Yeah, however you feel about it. Perfect, you know. You could say, "Come chill out at <laughs> yeah, the brewery exactly. and have a CBD, <laughs> relax and chill." <laughs> yeah, with the Maui Wow. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, like I say, it was just something, and then you know, like I say, we got our cease and desist letter from uh, from TTB as far as production. So, like I say, we're about about done with our kegs of that now. Yeah. So that's weird though, because you can buy it. Like you can buy mm-hmm. it. In that well, same form. Like, well, the thing is, that really, with, with FDA, it's really the fact of putting it in with alcohol. I okay. mean, we can make a CBD, like, beverage. Yeah. Not a problem. Oh, really? Okay. But it's when you put it in with alcohol, that's when it becomes an issue. Uh, you know, we could do a non-alcoholic beer and sure. put it in that way. Yeah. But, you know, that's, you know, it's not the, the benefit we were looking for. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's still, there's still, there's still a lot of legislation that I think is going to continue with the CBD movement yeah. to where the, eventually that it will be approved yeah. because like I say, it's, it's, yeah, I even asked my company as far as what is our, what is the FAA stance? What is my company's stance as far as, uh, airline, you know, yeah. what is their stance as far as the CBD movement goes? Yeah. And I asked our HR person, she didn't know. So she went to actually our FAA representative yeah. and asked them. And they said, well, you know, there's, there's, there is less likelihood of it showing up in, you know, a, a, a drug test. Yeah. But if it does show up, yeah, you'll be unemployed. Ah, <laughs> Zero yeah. tolerance policy. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. of course, two weeks later after asking that, I got drug tested. All right. <laughs> Randomly, I said. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, keep an eye on this guy, Rob. He's doing right? crazy shit down there on Ray Road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so needless to say, it, it did nothing showed up. So. Yeah, right, good, nice, nice work. You weren't drinking the CBD beer, no. right? Yeah, yeah, no Maui Wowie for you. But uh, yeah, like I say, it's yeah. I think I think there's still there's still a potential down there down the road for it. There yeah. still has to be more legislation that has been brought up and and the ex- more acceptance that 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 society is seeing about you know legalization of marijuana and stuff like that is eventually going to be be a, you know be approved. For so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I wouldn't be surprised, too, if you start to see. I don't know. I've heard that, like, um, it's some of the maybe the Great, Great American Beer Festival where some of the Denver breweries were mm-hmm. kind of testing out brewing uh, marijuana with the beer. And yeah. I've, I've heard uh, there's not good ones yet. <laughs> I, had a, I had someone bring me a, um, a can of something from Vegas. In Vegas, they're doing that. Oh, they're really? THC-infused beers. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that seems so. like that could that could go many different ways, <laughs> right? <laughs> they won't remember anything, though. <laughs> I think this was awesome. I remember I went on Instagram Live for about three hours, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, all right, so uh, so you've got the copper, mm-hmm. all right, and you're you're yep. you're about to open this place up. Yep. Right? You found the location, you found the building. Uh, used to be a fantastic Sam's, which is which is famous Sam's. Uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic, fantastic Sam's, Sam's hair place. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is the biggest haircut yeah, place, hair right. salon ever. <laughs> you get a lot of seats in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just individual chairs though. Uh, so so then you guys start to build this thing out. Yeah. So yeah. we, I, uh, my wife and I did a lot of the work in here. Yeah. Um, when we got in here, we got in here. I'd say about middle of May of 2017. Okay. Uh, we came in and it was pre gutted. Um, you'll see on the floor. There's a lot of like kind of 
brighter concrete, so to okay. speak. <laughs> yeah. um, they had actually, someone had come in after Famous Sam's had closed. It, the place had been closed for about two and a half years prior oh, to Oh, gotcha. In, so, so there's been nothing in nothing there for in a week. Yeah. yeah. So when we got in here, it was it was kind of pre-gutted. Okay. Um, they had come in, like I say, cut the floor and everything, but the previous uh, person who was working with it had uh, ended up, um, they ran out of money. Okay. And so they were doing work without permits, and the city came in and shut them down. Oh. So, like I said, when we came in here, this, there was a lot of crap everywhere, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of less stuff, which kind of helped us in a way, because okay. we didn't have to take out a lot of that. You know, we didn't have to have so many um, truckloads of stuff going out of here all so the they, time. So they kind of, they, they tore all the stuff out, and they were in the process. They tore of, out all the seats. Yeah. The only thing that really was in here was, you know, all the... The drywall and the, they took out the faux ceiling and all that. That's the way okay. we expose ceiling now because yeah. we wanted that. We wanted the, like that. we wanted the we wanted the industrial feel of it. Yeah, you know, we wanted you know you walk in, hey, you know, you're walking into a working brewery. Yeah, but happens to have a restaurant attached to it. Right, that's that was our concept. With yeah, it, you know, and so and then also a good part about the place was the kitchen. The kitchen. Uh, being it was pretty gross, <laughs> we got in here. <laughs> yeah, uh, we cleaned the hell out of it. Yeah. but uh, you know the, it had good bones. You yeah, know, the kitchen had a you know a solid you know hood and and layout and everything like that. So we were able to work with that. Nice. Uh, we took everything out. <laughs> yeah, right. Refinished everything and then put it all back in because it was it was pretty gross. <laughs> and so was there a lot of stuff that was still usable? Like, there, like you said, was, the hood. There and... was some stuff that was usable. We had okay. I think uh, the coolers were in great shape. They were relatively been had re- been rebuilt. You know before we got okay. in. So the person who was working with it had rebuilt them. Yeah, so nice. all of our walk ins all worked great. Uh, we had one reach-in freezer that eventually had crapped out on us, so yeah. that's been replaced. But everything else has been rebuilt. Uh, the only thing that wasn't was the uh, the the gas equipment, okay, like the broiler, the the stove, and the, the griddle. Gotcha. So we had them like deep cleaned and yeah. then put back in service. You okay. know, once they were recertified and everything. Uh, but all the refrigeration, all everything else back there has all been brand new. Uh, we went through and replaced a lot of the. Uh, you know the fixtures and and the tile work and the walls and everything like that. Nice. So yeah, yeah. Because it was like I said, it was it was yeah. pretty bad back there. I was yeah. Like, how how did they get through health with this? You know. And now, so that was ah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Well, yeah. now it's funny because our health department lady actually eats here. Oh you know? really? Yeah. She's like, hey, this you know, and we have a lot of our suppliers. They come in yeah. here. They'll actually eat here, nice. which is a good sign because it For show sure. it shows that hey, they see it. It's clean enough. That they'll want to eat here, yeah. You know, so that's, yeah. that, that 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 reflects upon me because it's yeah. like that's what I, I strive for is yet yeah, everything is always in tip top shape, you know, because yeah. you know if, if it's just an image thing, you know, you yeah. don't want to don't want to have a place that's like, oh, what the hell is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's behind the scenes, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, you know? it's a, just your I mean, own piece of mind. If you walk into some restaurants, you look at their kitchen. You're like, I am never eating here again. Yeah, like, <laughs> right? Jackie, just drink your beer. We're leaving. Yeah, we got to get out of here. <laughs> right? We'll stop it somewhere or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, things like that, you know, and that's that's kind of, like I said, another thing that was kind of instilled on me, you know, by Derek was the same thing with my brewery. You know, yeah. I try and make sure it's always clean. Yeah. You know, because, you know, it's it's, it's a representation of how you work. Yeah. What conditions are you willing to work in, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So. What well, comes out in the in the beer and the food mm-hmm. then as well, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, Yeah. You can definitely tell when when you go to a place that you're like, mm, I don't know if the cleaning person is still <laughs> right? on board yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you built this, you build it all out. How long does it take you guys to to go uh, from that, that was that was a whole other ball game. <laughs> yeah. <really? laughs> so like I say, we got in here. The 
middle of May. Okay. So we got our architecture in here as quickly as possible to get going. We, uh, there's so many lessons we learned for this whole process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the architect started before you f- sign the lease, that uh, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because... Because by the time he got done with everything, we were we'd we'd exhausted our fixturization period, which you know, um, building ownerships, they give you three months, three four months usually to get the building up and running, okay. fixtured, and then they give you so many months of free rent and things like that. Oh, gotcha. We burned through all of that. Oh, really? Okay. Just trying to get the place up and running. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Because there was so many hurdles that we had to go through with with money and and and. Uh, code and things like that yeah. and it was it was just a man it was a big learning experience yeah <laughs> yeah so but like i say we like i say we started in here in in middle of may um i was in here pretty much every day okay and with that i was i started you know your exposed brick you see there was drywall all over it i took all of that off i mean it was floor to ceiling I like that. I like yeah. that exposed the, the exposed well, brick that, there. Like yeah. I say, that again goes with the industrial feel that we were trying to keep with the place. You sure. Know? Yeah. Um, we wanted to expose brick. You know, just just as rough and 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 grungy as not grungy as so to speak as you know like dirty, but grungy yeah. as a rough feel to it. You know, sure. It's like you know, this is this is a brewery. You yeah. know, that's what beer is. Yeah, right? Exactly. Beer that's is, what beer yeah. is. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not pretty, but it's it's it gets the job done. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still you know it's still functioning. It's still clean looking. You know, same thing with like uh, you know, our game room. You know, with our uh, you know. Uh, Corrugated metal wall and things like that. I do. I like that as well. Yeah. So you yeah. say game room? You have a, you have that. What? That used to be. The, that used to be. Con- well, it's considered our game room because we used to have uh, cornhole over there. We still oh. have the shuffleboard. Okay. Uh, we still have the cornhole like area still set up and everything. Um, we just decided to put in more tables. Yeah. <laughs> our GM said we need more tables. Like, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are a money guy. But what about my games, man? <laughs> Come on, these are my games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, like even the woodwork that's that's below below the game room. Yeah, uh, the wife did all that. Oh wow! That's all stained and sanded and um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Finished pallets. Pallets. Oh really? That's all pallets. Wow, yeah. nice. Yeah, that so looks really good. Basically, we had a whole production set up. She had her little area set up of sanding, staining, and then she tacked it all on the wall. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> That, yeah, it started out with the uh, with the um, in between the bathrooms, okay. just that one wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. was that was our test wall, and it just kind of matured into everything else because we didn't know what to do with with the with the finish for that, you okay. know, because the uh, architect came back with all these other finishes and everything. And they're like, that's yeah. expensive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you do this for right? $100,000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, uh, how much a square foot? No, no, no. <laughs> right. uh, we're cheap. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Got some pallets so, in the yeah, back. So, yeah, exactly. I took yeah. the truck. I had a big truck at the time and went, went around and all these places that have empty pallets, I'd pick them all up and yeah. she'd sand them all out and... You know, and then we had people out there looking for us. You know, like, hey, I got a big pile of pallets here. You want to take them? I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah, no yeah. problem. So, yeah. We had so many pallets afterwards. It was like, oh, what do we do with all this crap? <laughs> now you're the person saying, hey, anybody else need pallets? Yeah, we well, bunch, friends yeah. of ours came and like, oh, can we take that? We want to do this through our wall. All right, here, here's yeah. all the equipment. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, cr- you created that inspiration by yeah. showing yeah, what you exactly. can actually do. Yeah, so it, it yeah. worked out well. Same thing with our, our, uh, our wraparound bench for I was just seeing that. Dude, that looks... That, it that, almost looks... <laughs> It looks like church pews. I was going to say. That's, that's it's what close. I was thinking. Yeah. It's actually court court chairs from oh, a courtroom really? in Avondale. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, we uh, found that on uh, Craigslist or something. The guy was offering, you know, he had about 75 of them. We're like, hey, we'd only need a few. And we had friends you... of ours come in and 
put it all together for us. We did all the we did all the work for the tables, and we put all those together. Those are IKEA tops. With I put all the the waterworking pipe together. I like the I like the waterworking pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah that looks really same, cool. Same thing with the uh, countertop for the uh, the high bar. Yep, That's same thing that we got that at. Uh, it's countertop for uh, what do you call it? Uh, lumber liquidator. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. So we okay. finished it and then, and branded it with our Flying Bassett brand, yeah. and then just clear coated the hell out of it, and, you know. And then the uh, water piping was basically two inch water pipe from a you know uh, what do you call it uh, fire sprinkler store. Okay. Yeah. So we had that all cut and everything, and so yeah. Dude, so like so I this say, has your sweat on it. All oh, this stuff yeah, has all yeah. of this. Like even the, even awesome. the floor when we came in here, it had thin set all over because they had tile in here. Okay. Uh, my wife and I spent three days making a big dust ball yeah. with with a a ten inch uh, floor sander. Oh, man, yeah, this place was nasty. We you got the black lung now, right? Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much concrete lung. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was funny because, like I say, uh, we had no idea. We just knew to take it up. We didn't sure. know that there was stuff you could put on the ground to keep it from dusting up so much. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't learn that until later. <laughs> <laughs> this is all, that's, whole, that's part of the experience. Oh, though, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, like yeah. I said, we spent hours. I mean, I was here every day. You know, I spent eight hours, nine hours, ten hours a day in this place. Trust me, there was blood, sweat, and tears in yes. this place. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, knowing you now, that it is very clean at this point. You cleaned mm-hmm. it all up properly, mm-hmm. but uh, but oh, yeah. through the process, yeah. Went through a lot of Band-Aids. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes. So you get to the point, you get the, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um it comes to opening, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are about yeah. ready to open, right? Because that yep. was a short process from the time you see, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah, like I say, we, we uh, finally got the contractors in here in beginning of September. And we finally didn't get our certificate of occupancy until middle of January. Oh, wow. Our biggest issue um, that we kept running into was um, the end of end of the issue was the the boiler install. Okay, you know that was a, a big one for us. So that one that took a little while to get you know get the bank on board with the funding of it and getting uh, the contractor, and then we had to get a subcontractor for it because Arizona Boiler had to install it because the contractor wow. didn't have all that, and so yeah, it was again more lessons that I learned. Yeah, through <laughs> this whole process of yeah. what is covered under the the. The bid for the for the for the plan versus what is not covered on the uh, bid for the plan. <laughs> I figured it was the whole thing. Apparently, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you know all this for your second uh, restaurant that you open, right? Yeah, someday. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking like, no, not a restaurant. Not, not right, right now. Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I say, even uh, I did all the bathroom work myself. Put all that in there. I mean, yeah. it might not be the greatest tile work, but <laughs> got done. It works, man. It works. I yeah. will not do tile work ever again. We yeah. hired out the stuff that's underneath the bar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, lesson learned. I yeah. do not uh, like. Man. I don't teach simulation well, and I right. don't do tile work <laughs> well, very I, well. I, I, yeah, like I said, I I do tile work for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I could accept what I do. Yeah, right. Yeah, if I do yeah. it for someone else, no, 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 it's not. Yeah. Good <laughs> it's not for hire. Rob is not for not hire. For hire, no. for, for that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we get our, our certificate of occupancy, and uh, like I said, that was the twenty seventh. We actually did a soft opening. Okay. And January twenty seventh, January twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. Yep. Okay. So then we, like I said, we were big, huge. We had a chef at the time who set up our menu and everything, and we were happy with what everything had came out as far as our menu, as far as taste. Everything was perfect, you yeah. know. Um, and then you know, this whole industry, everything rotates quite often. Sure. So we went through. Yeah. 
It was probably about six months after that that he's he had you know he moved on to something else. Okay, you know, so we were like, all right, cool. Now we're gonna stress and bring someone else in. You know, <laughs> right. so yeah. we just we brought the the second in command, brought okay. him up to you know primary in command, and so then it's just been that way for you know since since then, which have been really good for us. Yeah, you yeah. know, very creative menu and very you know working with us as far as you know utilizing things and not just waste. You ah. know? so it's been really good for us. What do you mean by that? Like what? Like- well, it's like if you have if you bring in an item. You have, uh, you know, some food item. You bring in some food item. You're not just going to use it at one time, and that's the end of it. You know, kind of thing. It's uh, it, only a one recipe. Yep. You're going to try and utilize that in many other ways. And, or if you have waste from that, you can use it in other ways. Actually, it's funny. Some of the some of the trimmings we get from like our roast beef or from our corned beef or stuff. Yeah. I have my chef make into basset food. Oh, really? Bass so the bassets, yeah. yeah, the bassets are pretty well spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically makes this big porridge kind of thing for yeah. the basset hounds. And I bring it home, and I, you know, they that's what they eat. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's that's a good idea. Though. I mean, yeah. they just, I mean, the, the, the lucky dogs, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. those little legs aren't going to be able to hold that oh, weight no, no. for too long, if you, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But. but Go yeah. Ahead. yeah, but that's like I say. That's also something too. We offer is for our dog friendly patio is you know having you know uh, you can buy your dog like a, a patty or a chicken or a turkey or whatever. Yeah. You know we can make it like a little dog dish. You know, that, kind of thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool, so, man. Then we also have spent usually have spent grain uh, dog treats too. Okay, so nice. That's that's awesome. And, and as I'm looking at this menu too, man, you guys have a you do a brunch menu weekend brunch. Yep. yep. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays from nine to noon. Uh, you have me at Bassett Burrito, uh, <laughs> yeah. chorizo or ham or oh, for yeah. me both. You know, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, man, chicken and waffles. Yeah. Chicken and waffles. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. This is uh, I'm looking at this and this is the omelet layover f- omelet layover almost. I like I like the. Uh, the uh, the names of yeah, these like things I say, that's, too. Yeah, that's something. Well, yeah, we're still trying to you know work on the creativity on a lot of that and trying yeah. to make sure that you know we're we're covering you know just like I say the, the theme of airlines and maybe dogs and things like that. But we don't yeah. want to be you know like pigeonholed into to one thing. You know, it's like right. you know some some breweries get into one thing and they just stick to that. And sure, just, that's what they're known for. You know, yeah. we're trying not to do that. We're trying to you know branch out to other different names and things like that. You know? Yeah, well, I so, think same with our logos. Same thing. We all, yeah. you know a lot of our logos when we first started had had a basset hounds. Now we're trying to get more into you know maybe basset hounds, but also like living the dream. Or, or one of our logos that has like you know an airplane flying and coming out of like. Looks like it's flying out of Hawaii. Ah, <laughs> you know, nice. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, flying into Hawaii. Flying like it's taking off out of yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, flying that's into Hawaii. That's the dream yeah. going into Hawaii. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, well that's <laughs> just like the, the plane that I have in the game room. It looks like it just took off from the runway down there. Yeah, it's an old. Oh, I it go looks check like a DC three. Yeah, it's a DC. It's an old DC three. One of our customers donated to us. Yeah, you know, we hung it up, and it, it basically it's. It's uh, painted as Eastern Airlines. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, well, because I'm seeing here, I mean, there's different. I mean, you got the Wright Brothers. That's oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's original. our original one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've got a handful of other ones that are that are hanging up oh, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're always looking for more. You yeah. Know? <laughs> no, seriously, we did yeah. that. We had a, you know, anyone who wants to donate, we'll, we'll hook you up with lunch or something for yeah. whatever you donate. Uh, we have a person who brought in a bunch of lithographs. Oh. You know, of of uh, military airplanes and things okay. like that, we're gonna get those hung up. We're gonna hang them on the uh, the game room wall. Replace yeah. our replace our our green. Uh, That's kind of cool though, too. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. I like those. Yeah, you know? yeah. So 
But yeah, like I say, there's 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 so many aspects that we're still wanting to do and still you know wanting to add to the whole thing. But it's yeah. it takes time. You can't. For sure. you know, <laughs> yeah. Because we're on a, a limited. Yeah, we're yeah. a limited budget. You know, yeah. kind of thing. So it's just my wife and I. There's no outside investors. Yeah, you know, that's so. nice too. Yeah. yeah. So, you guys call it, the shots. It is stressful. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, sure. Yeah. 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 But that's when those yeah. lessons, I think that that's when those lessons really sink in, though, right? Because mm-hmm. if it's yeah. somebody else, might like, ah, shit, yeah, I messed whatever. that up. Yeah. Uh, sorry about yeah, that, no, no, dude. No, no, this, this is us stressing, yeah. biting our fingernails, pulling our hair out, and yeah. <laughs> arguing with each other. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I thought I did it the right way. You're not right? tiling anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what do we got here? So this is the 747. This is yeah, a, this is our 747 heavy. This is our uh, our next uh, experiment beer that uh, has gone out. Um, uh-huh. This again was uh, was supposed to be a pale. Okay, and ended up being a double. <laughs> well, because we got such a, good, well, we <laughs> got such good efficiency out of it. Yeah. Okay. So when we started, you know, brewing it over, once we you know did a took a kettle sample, it ended up at eight and a half percent. We're like, oh crap! Yeah. You know, it's like our, our our initial gravity, like when we were in the kettle, was like you know a, like twenty some Play-Doh. We're like, oh okay. crap! What are we gonna do here? Right. <laughs> Add more hops to it. Screw it. Yeah. You know, make it a double. Yeah. So that's how this one came about. You know, it's like, well, you know, that's kind of how good things come through is mistakes. Sure. <laughs> uh, that's life, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so our 747 Heavy, like I say, once before, um, it was our biggest, our second biggest seller. And then in Tuskegee. Behind Copper. Our Tuskegee okay. was yeah. the same thing as our Red IPA. Okay. Uh, very malty. Uh, got a nice finish to it. Hoppy. Uh, we named that one after the Tuskegee Airmen. You okay. know, and people of that, you know, have, you know, have enjoyed that one. Uh, it had a little hiccup there for a little while where it didn't have the amount of hops it was supposed to. So it ended up being basically a little hoppier copper. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, found that accident and fixed that. So yeah. we're back to it being hoppy again. So, yeah. Um, but the 747 Heavy, like I say, it's a really good, easy drinking, nice mouthfeel, like fuller mouthfeel to it. Um, yeah. But everything blends really well with it. I agree. You know? It's very flavorful, too. Like, it's it's got, like, sometimes I think with the double IPAs, um, I mean, I think hazies are a little bit different when you mm-hmm. get to the doubles. But I think, like, regular, just a regular double IPA sometimes yeah. is too boozy. Yeah. Dude, this one is, this is. Yeah. It's really, it, like I say, I think it it's, like, a lot of grain in it. It's got a lot of... Uh, hop character to it but i think what really brings it all together and marries it quite nicely is the oats we add oats to it to blend it all nicely together so that way it it takes the edge uh off the hops and it takes the edge off the alcohol okay and makes it nice and smooth together yeah so at eight and a half percent yeah you can drink a couple of those but then you're like whoa whoa great (laughs) i gotta sit (laughs) that was too easy yeah Yeah. that's dangerous that is yeah uh what is the grand? Is this grand? The grand crew. Grand yeah, crew. that's uh, okay. beer to guard. Grand crew. This is our anniversary beer we did. Oh, nice. Um, it's basically it's a uh, it's kind of like a French tripel. Where am I seeing this one? Where? Uh, oh, the the Belgian yeah. triple. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's what, we we put that the Belgian tripel uh, simply because people don't really know what a grand crew is or beer to guard, so we put it in more terms oh, wow. where people can understand. You know, and trip, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we had that for a little while. We had did a collaboration with uh, Ventress Stills. Oh, nice. In Tempe. Yeah. And we put that on um, 
on uh, on their barrel bourbon barrels the bourbon for barrels. about a month. Ooh. Yeah, that thing had a lot of great layers to it. Yeah. It was actually actually out at uh, Real Wild and Woody this last week or oh, last month. I was we were set up. We had a, <laughs> a table. We actually had we were selling the, the doing pre sale for the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were selling shirts. Had the podcast set up. I was in New Hampshire, oh, like geez. visiting in laws. My brother in law. Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't there, but. Dude, that would have been amazing on yeah. that adventurous yeah. stills oh, barrel. Like I said, it, yeah. was, it, it just gave it so many layers, you know, once you had the bourbon in there, get a little more higher alcohol. Yeah. But it wasn't a lot. It yeah. didn't really take in too much of that, but it gave it that that bourbon, took in the oak, but then you also have the orange, the coriander in there. Yeah. And then the, the subtleness of the the yeast, you know, from uh, the Beer to Guard yeast. You yeah. Know, it's, it's, yeah, it's a really good blend. <laughs> That's a great beer, man. I was wondering, like, because I would call it Trapel, and mm-hmm. then people's like, oh, it's a triple. I'm like, is it Trapel? Trapel. Yeah. yeah I, all right. Thank you. Like, yeah. I was right initially. Yeah. yeah. Well, like a triple would be like a like a triple IPA. That's why, yeah. 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 I'm like, well, yeah. no, triple is T-R-I-P-L-E, yeah. not E-L. Yeah. So tri- yeah. Thanks, Rob. I'm going to continue <laughs> going to my original thought. I need to have more faith in my pronunciations. Right. Uh, that's pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just call it the Bassett Crew. The right. Grand, there you go. Grand Bassett <laughs> Crew. No, this is a great beer, man. Yeah. Like I say, it's, uh, we do it, we're... We're thinking if we're going to continue it for next year for, you know, making it again. Yeah. You know, but I think if, if as it gathers more popularity, it'll probably go quicker. You yeah. Know? But the good thing about it is it's eight and a half percent. It's not going to go bad. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. It just gets better with age. Yeah. Yeah. You need to start bottling those things. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah well, yeah. Eventually, we're going to do that. Eventually, yeah. we're going to get into cans and bottles. Nice. Um, yeah. It's something that we're, we're looking into. Okay. Um. You know, for us right now, it's just trying to keep up with, you know, in-house production. We're doing a lot of outside sales right now. Are you? I was going to ask you about uh, that. We have, nice. We have one um, full-time salesperson. Okay. And then we have an assistant salesperson who also does our marketing and other things like that. We also utilize them in the, in the brewery and things like that. Is that Taylor? Yeah. Man, Taylor. Yeah. 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 Nice. Jack <laughs> we, we abuse him in everything. Yeah. So yeah. We just pile on crap on him. <laughs> I, think so. yeah. I think he's changing out the modem right now, right? too. Yeah. <laughs> he's our line cleaner, too, and everything. Yeah. Exactly. But it's cool because he's, yeah. like I said, he's he's also a home brewer, so he's passionate about you know the beer industry, and that's that's really a big thing is trying to get, trying to find people for this kind of you know that's been a big challenge for us is trying to find yeah. people who have the same passion that I and my wife have in this whole thing. Sure, you know, you yeah, get, you know we've gone through a lot of people simply because it's like you know well oh, just look for a job kind of thing. Well, yeah. it's great, but you have to have the passion to want to to want to be a part of this. You know, it's, yep. like I say, we're we're just a mom and pop place, and so it's really hard. For us to financially or, you know, to give what we can to the employees to say, hey, yeah, we really appreciate what you're doing. The only thing we can really do is, like, say, hey, man, we appreciate what you're doing when we can, you know. Sure. And it's hard to retain people when when you can't do that all the time. Yeah. You know, so... And we have a great staff right now. Um, our GM, Steve, has been with us, I'd say, since last September. Okay. So he's been a huge help for us to try and get to those to get to those people in here and to get us organized because like i say i'm a pilot my wife's a nurse we have no idea how to run a restaurant right right <laughs> they don't teach you that they don't, they don't teach even us have that. a simulation no. course that, but like uh, i say we, we've had people who when we got when we got started we thought okay well cool they'll help us get to that point well yeah. they'll help you know well it didn't work out that way you know yeah. they had their own they had their own visions of what they wanted to do and sure it was their own thing you know they yeah. they you know they've They've helped us to that point. 
Yeah. Let's just say that. They were good to that point where, right. where they're no longer with us. Yeah. You know? And then after that, we got other people in who were able to take us even further from there. Sure. And so it's, it's all a part of any growth. You, yeah. know, you have to you know, remove or you have to things like pruning a tree. You have to cut it back to make it you know, great down the road. Yeah. You know? Because yep. without that, then you just have overgrowth, and it's just stagnant. It's not going to go anywhere. It's yeah. not going to do its full potential. Yeah. So that's, you know, like I say, the people who we've had, we have no ill hard, you know, ill hard feelings about with sure. what they've, you know, did. they've got us to where we need to be. Yeah. You know, without yep. that, you wouldn't learn how to grow. You wouldn't learn, you know, lessons through the whole process. Yeah. You know? And it's, like I say, we've learned a lot of lessons. Rest. Are you life. keeping track of all these, Rob? <laughs> you need to keep track of all these. Like, I'll just write a book. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, so, and in, in I... I don't know. I'm, I'm. Let me know if I'm off base with this, but I feel like that's one of the one of the hard parts about having the restaurant side of it, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you open up a tap room, you typically get people that are like a lot of like the servers or whatever. Mm-hmm. When it's just beer involved, they're passionate about oh, yeah. it. Yeah, when, yeah. You, when you do the restaurant side of it, it is more. You, you, you get, have to. You have to pick and choose. You yeah. also have to educate. Yeah, you know, and 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 you continue to educate because yeah. as you grow with, like I say, our you know nineteen beers, you have to educate them on how to do that. Yeah. You know, and and again, that's like you know we've we've put together packets on how to teach people on okay, this is what you're tasting when you taste this beer. This is you know uh, what sets this beer apart from other ones, or how do, how do, how does it separate us from everyone else? That sure. kind of thing. You know, yeah. what is our story? You know, what is our background? What are what are we going for? Yeah. You know, and these are all little things that, that you know, you have to be looking for every time when you hire somebody. You know, yeah. And after a while, you're like, uh, okay, you know, it, yeah. it, it eventually weeds itself out, you yeah. know. So, um, it's not good for either side. So no, both sides are like, you know, you know what, man, let's, yeah. let's and, just. And like yeah. I say, we're, we're still working on a lot of things in the aspects of the restaurant side. Yeah. The brewing side, like I say, I've, I've taken it to where I can. You know, there's so many other things that I need to do. So we had to bring in Corey to take over. Uh, where, where I can't fill in all the time, yeah. or he fa- he basically fills in where I was doing before. Gotcha. Which has been he's been like a heaven sent for me because yeah. he knows what I know, you yeah. know, and it, it works out great. He was he's trained um, from oh, what's a school in Munich. Um, oh yeah, Sable Siebel Siebel yeah Siebel, okay. Siebel trained yeah yeah. So he's Siebel trained, so yeah. which is awesome because it helps me out. Like I say, I can trust him. I can leave the system with him, and he knows what he's doing. Yeah, you know, he can even correct me on some stupid stuff, right? You know? <laughs> Which is cool. You know? yeah, it's cool. I don't it's have not a cool at first at the, in the moment, but you know, but yeah. no, but, yeah. but that's the thing. It's it's someone who is passionate about what they do. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that that is really you know uh, heaven sent to get that because it 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 makes me relax. I can yeah. sleep at night knowing right. that someone is taking care of my interests. Right. You know, Your baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, that's, and that's like I said, when I hired him, you know, and I said, Hey, I, you can, you have carte blanche to do whatever you want as long as it promotes the brand yeah. or helps the brand. Nice. You know, and that's the big thing. Yeah. You know, because it builds the brand up, right? Exactly. It builds the brand and yeah. it's positive for the brand. Yeah. Know? And so that's really what this is. This is not, this is not me almost anymore. Yeah. It's the brand. Sure. That's the brand that I've created, the brand yeah. that my wife and I have created to do this, you know? So yeah. everything we do now is just to promote that and get it, you know, to where, you know, we're we're doing, you know, maybe looking at doing a production facility or we're yeah. doing another restaurant, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, 
It's building that team. Yeah, man. exactly. It's, yeah, exactly. That's and easy, then, right? Yeah. Once, <laughs> yeah, once you have the whole proper team in place, then it becomes really easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just getting there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, what about so so um, the beer community? Like, how has that been? I mean, you've you've got you got Doc and you've got Jeff uh, in your corner. People that oh yeah, Dan over you. BJ's. Uh, I yeah. constantly, you know, he and I are trading stuff back and forth. Yeah. You know, grain, yeast, whatever, knowledge. You know, um, I mean. Heck, even when Joe Baldwin was here over there, you know, same thing. Actually, we taught him how to use, when I was over BJ's, we taught him how to use the filter when he was over Uncle Bear's. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how everyone knows everybody. It's (laughs) like, wow, this is creepy. Right, (laughs) it is. Wait a a minute. He doesn't know what he says he knows. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny, too. Like I say, while we were building the building, uh, we had just turned on our light uh, for our sign. Okay. And so I guess we, we had posted that on, on Instagram or Facebook or something. And then the next day, uh, Anthony from Santan shows okay. up. He thought we were open. He's like, oh, I thought you guys were open. I'm like, no, but you're here. You can help us put up uh, one of these barrels. Because <laughs> we still had our, our, uh, our hot and cold liquor tanks were still on their side. We had to prop them up. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So he was here. I'm like, hey. Got any ideas on how to put this up? Yeah. <laughs> so he was here helping us with that. So Nice. Yeah. And nice. so, like I say, I still talk to Anthony. I just saw him the other day over at his... Um, Spirits Bar they have just opened up. Oh, yeah. i got to go know? over there. I've heard that's a really cool oh, it's really spot. Good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, great liquor. I yeah. mean, their their bourbon is awesome. I've heard it's real yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we were just over there, ran into him. He and I were sitting there talking and everything. You know, it was, like I said, it's it's cool. You know, he uh, he set me up with uh, Stephen, uh, his head brewer over at the channel location or uh, downtown channel location oh god I so I, I met him yeah yeah, yeah. I, I contact with him and it's like yeah. hey man you got any yeast can i borrow this you would have got you know same thing with gabe over at uh, the warner location you know oh, gabe nice. and ray same thing yeah going over there tomorrow to get some yeast for our uh, hazy <laughs> ah, nice. so, but yeah like i say that's it's, it's yeah. really cool the industry how we all like i say it's kind of like a brotherhood sure you know it's yep. like hey you've you're in the trenches with us here <laughs> you're brewing beer you're doing all this you yep. know uh, I still, you know, talk with Stoney over at Helleva, you yeah. know, and oh and, yeah, 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 he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Stoney and I worked together for a yeah. while. Like I say, when yeah. after Jeff left, uh, Stoney and I were working together. You know, yeah. he was running the cellar, I was doing the brewing. Yeah, and you know, and then after a while, he left, and then you know. And then he's now got his own place going, you know, and so. Yeah. <laughs> he's making some good beer over there, oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very a good, good spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Similar. Like, when you were describing this place, of this being uh, uh, Famous Sam's, mm-hmm. not Fantastic Sam's, right? Yeah. Famous <laughs> Sam's. Uh, same thing with them, right? I think they were Zips or something. Hell of a oh, yeah, zips yeah, they were Zips. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. kind of the same. You guys were the, the, you're the first two that I've heard talk about. Like, there was already a clientele mm-hmm. that, yeah. was, that was going there, yeah. you know? So, you... You've got that clientele built in. Now it's an adjustment from the Bud Light drinker to yeah, exactly. To, you're to trying this. to you're yeah. trying to get capture them in some other way. It's like I mean, we still carry Bud Light. We had it yeah. on tap for a while. <laughs> yep, threw it out the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now we carry it in bottles. But eventually, yeah. we're gonna slowly drop that out completely. Sure. You know, just yeah. like everyone else. I mean, I remember yep. when I'd go to Santan, they still had guest tabs. Yeah. You know, now that they've kind of gone away from that, so yep. it's just it's just the. The maturation of a business, yeah. You know, as you mature, as the business grows, it, you can you can stop leaning on other people to 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 make a profit or to make money. You know, right. you can you can rely on your own self, yep. you know, kind of thing. So it, it's it's a hard transition, you know, yeah. being like we are basically a neighborhood brewery. You know, it's yeah. how we look at it because sure. you know, we're a neighborhood bar. We're now a neighborhood brewery. Yeah, you know, and so we get a lot of a lot of regulars in here who they've been with us since the beginning. Um, and then they come back every time, and you know, we know them personally, and then we 
you know, joke with them and all this other stuff. And they also help volunteer around yeah. quite often, you know. Nice. So they even let me play on their softball team. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically playing on the softball team. Yeah. No, and that that's great. I, I feel that that's um, – I remember – I don't remember what episode it was, but I um, did an uh, episode with Steve McFate. And okay. his, yeah. his whole thing was like the, the neighborhood brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah. original location they opened on. On um, Shea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On Scottsdale Road and Shea. It was like you just – it's – and you go into that place, and it has that neighborhood yeah, feel. Yeah, it was really small, very, you know. Very intimate. Intimate okay. feel, yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah, a little tiny in. brewery system over there in the bar, and you're like, ah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you walk. Like, we used to live there, and I moved. I'm, we, we ended up buying a house, like, a month after they opened up, um, mm-hmm. up north, um, like, kind of, I don't know, 15 minutes south of Anthem. But then I would go into Fate, and I would walk in, and, you know, the bartenders would be like, oh, hey, John, how's it going? Or, hey, Bill, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel left out. That could yeah. be me, Hell yeah. <laughs> Norm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Right? Uh, but here, the, the, it does have, it has that same uh-huh. feel, man. Oh, like, yeah. this is this and that, like is Like I said, again, that goes kind of with the whole, you know, ideology of the whole place. Yeah. We wanted a place that we wanted to come to. We wanted sure. to feel comfortable of. Yep. We wanted a dog-friendly patio with a TV on it, of course. Because <laughs> I want to yeah. watch the Cubs game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but a dog-friendly patio where you can come in and people are very welcoming and there's yep. no... You know, it's like, oh, you want that? You know, it's like, not, there's none of that. You know, it's like, right. we're here to, to make sure you have a, you know, enjoy your time here. And then you want to come back. Yeah. And our customer service is always top notch. You know, that's yeah. what we're always trying to strive for. Yep. You know, our, our, our beer, our food, and our serve, customer service are big ones we always want to make sure we're top notch with. Yeah. You know, and that's because uh, we, we've seen it. Yeah, I mean, my wife and I are, like I said, we're not foodies, but we know what, what we like, what we don't like. And we want to make sure that, you know, we have. Those aspects here. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, there's something for everybody, too, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have everything from a... Yeah, exactly. From a, you even have a low, low-calorie low lager to uh, the Trapel. Yeah. Right? The like, Trapel I mean, or the Imperial Stout. Yeah. Know, there 10 was 10.5%. percent I was we here. We have a sour coming out here shortly. Oh, nice. Yeah, we have a kettle sour we just did. Nice. Um, that one's a prickly pear sour. There was a smoked one I had here. Yes. Right? Yeah, that was that was uh, for a bacon and beer festival we were doing. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, and uh, we did. That was actually our second batch of beer we did. Was uh, the red was, eye? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Like what, what that was, was it? a it was a it was a brown. Okay. Yep. And it was had smoked malt in it. Okay. But we were learning the system. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, again, mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were learning the system, but apparently we. Didn't shut the bottom valve. Okay. So when we were transferring, <laughs> everything that was in the kettle got sent to the fermenter. Ah. Uh, so it was a crap fest. Yeah. <laughs> crap fest. That's a technical brewing term for all you guys out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So we realized this, and you know, first couple of days after we did everything, we were you know dropping out as much uh, you know as trube and everything else we could before you know cold or warm break or whatever yeah just to try and get it all out of the the tank and you know there was like i said we're like all right do we add something to this to cover up the flavor you know what do we do what do we do like let it go through and see what happens let it go through let it go yeah. through. then you know we're like so we finally get to the the final age of days of the beer and we actually again same thing we handed out to some people who were at the bar like hey what do you think we handed out to our our, our customers our employees what do you think what do you think what do you think well, it's good. Yeah, we can still, you know, it's good, it's good, it's good. All right, yeah. fine. We'll try and sell it, see what happens. Yeah. Well, it, it ended up selling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're like, all right, cool. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah, and then, was... then from there, we went and did the Smoke Jumper. That's the one I had. Yeah. Smoke Jumper, the yes. The Smoke Jumper yes. was the one where we added, 
We did the same recipe. We just okay. didn't add any smoked malt to it. Okay. And then we just added liquid smoke to it. Ah, uh, so, yes. And it's funny because with the calculations, because we did the, the dropper in the 16-ounce the glass kind of thing. That's yeah. how we do a lot of things around here that way. Right. <laughs> we measure that way. How many drops works? Okay. Right. But will we, will we actually infuse it into like either a keg or a barrel okay. or into a, a, a bright tank? We do half first. Yeah. And that's turned out to be the best way to do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because it doesn't overwhelm. You know, it's like, okay, you underwhelm it, you know, as far as putting whatever you're going to put flavor or whatever else in there. Yep. And then when you actually, then you taste it, see where it is. If it's, you know, if it's not enough, then you can add more. If it's yeah. too much, you can't take out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So luckily yeah. on that one, like I said, we, we had a, I don't know, 300 and some gallons and we put in, I think, 12 ounces of liquid smoke in it. Okay. And you know what liquid smoke is. It's just like very upfront. It oh, yeah. gets everywhere. You smell your hands. It's. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we did that. We're like, okay, thank God we didn't put the full 24 ounces right? in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah. So there we, would be we've, a we've, for that, we've though, duplicated but... that one again. Um, a lot of the uh, barbecue places love that one. Okay. Because oh, it goes yeah. well. The smoke jumper goes well. We're probably going to do that one again uh, probably in October. Okay. So we're going to come out with that one again. Do yeah. probably a full batch of that one. Nice. It, it lasts a while. Like I yeah. said, it's not a big market for it. Yeah. But it's a good smoked beer. Sure. You know, it's yeah. it kind of a, you know. Not the, you know, uh, how do you say, um, proper way to do right. a smoked beer. <laughs> Not but, the quote-unquote right yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> but like I say, it still gets the same derivative to it. It doesn't have that extract taste to it or anything like that. So yeah. it's very clean but smoky. Yeah. You know, so. I remember I remember that. So my first visit here, that's what I had. Because mm-hmm. it was like, I would look at it. And I always try to go for something that's, that's unique. Off. Yeah. Yeah. And that one was very unique. And I was like, dude, this is... I mean, you're not going to pound five of those, no, right? No, no, yeah. I mean, it was still like 6%, yeah. you know. But, yeah. But, and that's the thing. That's that's the thing with us, like you were saying earlier, is that we have something for everyone. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, if you bring in somebody and they're like, oh, I only drink lights or I only drink IPAs or I only drink uh, stouts, which we're looking to bring our stout in on a regular basis. We're bringing it out here pretty soon. We just had a... Had a mash tun fail last week. So. Uh, <laughs> mark that in the book, man. Yeah, the the mash tun. Well, the thing was is that we had a, an equipment malfunction with our rake, and uh, we went to we turned it back on. You know, there's the controller in the back of it. Yeah. And apparently the rheostat was on the back, was controlling the whole thing, and it was you know, almost max full. Yeah. So the rakes are just flying around in there with a mash, and uh, apparently it dislodged one of the false bottoms. Ah. Uh, so while... Uh, Corey was mashing in and doing all that and going through the temperature rise and everything. Apparently, all the uh, all the grain and everything ended up underneath the false bottom, and the false bottom part ended up all the way to the front. So it jacked up our uh, our rakes, and luckily it didn't puncture the uh, the steam jackets. Okay, yeah, that'd have been. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we ended up. Huh? Yeah, that's where our stout went up. <laughs> <laughs> but. You got the Imperial Stout on right now. Yeah, though, the Imperial right? Stout. Yeah, yeah I, I, but there's so many things I want to do with, uh, you know, with stouts because we're looking at possibly, you know, uh, nitrogenizing it. Okay. You know, um, we just did uh, our Living the Dream, uh, nitrogenized. That was pretty cool. Okay, that's come out really well. What, um, what do you mean? What you said? Nitro. Oh, Put it on nitro. Oh, nitrogenized. Yeah. Yeah. You know that was a word, man. <laughs> That's my new favorite word, nitrogenized. <laughs> I don't know. It, it might be not be a word. I don't I'm, know. I'm actually. I'm, I'm, it's a bushism. It's my new. It's my, <laughs> it's 
<laughs> yes, yeah. That's my new band name. New band name is Nitrogenized. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, play, like I'm not even in a band, so like that's but yeah, it's, it, you know, it's you know, from what I again, what I learned over at BJ's, it's like, all right, this is how you you know nitro a beer. Right? Mm-hmm. You just do this, do that. You know, and I, I consulted with uh, with Derek and with Steve. Uh, Stone uh, about how to do this, you know, yeah. and, and like I said, it's it's come out really well for us. Uh, I think it's probably going to compete with the uh, Cali Creamin people. Okay. So you know, but it's like I said, it's a really smooth, easy drinking beer, you know. Um, but it's it's got this more smoothness now. But it people are like, oh, it's not carbonated. Well, it's not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like a stout, you know, same thing. So we might do. Well, we, we, kind of funny how we did that one too is. We took that beer, we brewed the normal live in the dream. Okay. Added the flavoring to it, and then, and then after it all settled out, because we don't do filter, yeah. after it all settled out, we then took half of that and transferred it to another bright tank. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And then we carbonated one, and then we nitrogenized the other. Uh, so, yeah. Nice. So then, yeah. So actually, we're brewing that one again here pretty soon, because we're actually going through quite a bit of that one, too. Yeah. So. Dude, I'm impressed that you guys have, I mean, it's a pretty decent-sized brewing system here. Yeah, but it's 10-barrel. 10-barrel yeah. system. We have four brights with, or four fermenters with four brights. The okay. reason why I went with four brights instead of two is because of, in case we want to do loggers. Okay. You know, we have two basic tanks we can, you know, use for just loggering, yep. uh, which we are doing right now. We have our Oktoberfest right now going uh, probably into final loggering here pretty soon. Nice. And nice. then we have, from that, we're then taking that yeast and we're doing a um, Pops Pilsner for my oh, dad. Nice. <laughs> Pops Pilsner. Pops Pilsner. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So we're yeah. going to do a Pilsner. And then uh, we're... Maybe from the yeast from that one, or if not before, we might do another one. But we're going to do another uh, Schwarz beer. Oh, nice. Yeah, so Darth Bassett. That's what we call it. Darth Bassett. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. I love it. But with with the, you know, the, that background, once again, with, with Doc and Jeff, um, I'm going to come down when those things are on tap because oh, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. really the October excited. Fest, to, like yeah. I say, the Oktoberfest last year. It, it like I said, uh, I have a lot of people taste it. It was really good. It was yeah. very easy drinking. It uh, hit all the notes it was supposed to. I say two you style, know? like you do yeah, it two to style. Yeah. I always do to style. Yep, that's yep. Uh, I'm like I say, I become a purist that way. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Corey does uh, the crazy stuff. Yeah, you Corey give does him. crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's what I hired him for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, Corey. But, but the and cool thing you, is, Rob like I say, well. it's just what he adds to it. It's like with the uh, the Schwartz beer, you know, the, the black lager. He wants to add. Uh, other stuff to it to make it, you know, pop. He's done it before. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Go for it. You know, I am cool with that, you know, because if, if again, if it promotes the brand and it's good for the brand, then yeah. let's do it. Yeah. You know? Yep. Because if it turns out well, then, hey, we've we've created something that's going to be around for a while. Yeah. You know? And that's, you know, it's, it's really kind of what it all boils down to. It's just like, how are you going to grow and continue to grow? Sure. You know? Yep, and people want to see new stuff too, mm-hmm. like they do. I mean, that's just kind of the market of like yeah. humans, I yeah. guess. And we're right? Not, like we're not we're not going to do the same. You know, we're not going to be you know like some people and you know do one thing once and you know won't see it again for another year. You know, right. that that's that's yeah, I don't know. I mean, that works for some people. That's not what I want to do. I want yeah. it's like you have something. It's consistently going to be there every time. I'm sure. always, I'm again like Derek, <laughs> big on consistency yeah you know you have to do it the same way write everything down yep make sure that next time you do it it's done the same way you yeah know, if it turns out great cool if it doesn't turn out well you know why right you know and yeah. that's the same thing with flying you know it's like you screwed up something well you know why right <laughs> it's gonna be on the voice recorder 
that, the you don't stakes, want that, but <laughs> stakes just got much much higher with that run. Right? It's like oh, you know, it's like flying. If you mess up, you might yeah. Like, wow, yeah. geez, that, that escalated quickly. Yeah. And you learn your pucker factor. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Was that as bad as I thought? Yeah, it was worse, actually. Yeah, oh, I'm not shit. worried about it this as much as, you know, flying airplanes. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, we have to pour that one out. Oh, we got we to crash land into the ocean. All right, yeah, that's right? a little bit different. Wait, yeah. we lost both our engines? Uh, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. Lesson learned, I guess, right? Right. Don't touch that button again. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, dude, one last thing. So we talked about, like, um, kind of like transition beers, right? Where mm-hmm. you, you were talking about copper being kind of something for, for people. For to, everybody. For yeah. everybody. For everyone to drink, yeah. This is another one, too, man. Yeah. This, this um, what is this? This is the, the Lazy Hazy. hazy. The, yeah, the Lazy Hazy Bassett. The Lazy <laughs> Hazy Bassett. Dude, this is a fantastic New England IPA. Mm-hmm. This, I feel this is a, uh, New England style is a good uh, transition beer. People, yeah, right. It people is. Like, I it don't is. really like beer too much. It's like, well, try this. It's funny because I even I even talked to Derek about this. I'm like, that is the antithesis of everything I learned about <laughs> making beer. You know, it's just yeah. all wrong. Yep, yep. <laughs> so That's why, you know, it's funny because yeah, I had a tasting with um, uh, who was it? Um, Flicks. We we have a beer okay. in over at Flicks. Oh, nice. And they had a big panel that I was tasting them to, and yeah, uh, Marissa and all them and everyone else, and. Uh, they're like, oh, no hazies yet? I'm like, nah, we're going to make one here pretty soon. Like, well, welcome to two years later. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's just one of those styles, like I say. It's just like, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, I say, it, it came out really great. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy with everything, the way it turned out. I'm really surprised by it. You yeah. know, just, just the amount of... But again, that's 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 the whole industry. It's just experimentation has has brought you to these new points, or yep. failure or mistakes have brought you to new points to 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 make great beer. Yeah, you know, yep. and it's it's same thing with New England IPAs. You know, it's there's still so much more transition with it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the ones that look like they're milkshakes. Is that, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but hey, you know what? If 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 it's something that's good and it and it does really well, then cool. I'm for it. You know. Yeah. Um, yep. But you know, I mean, there's there's so many more different things that that can that can come about. Yeah. You know, like with with the whole sour. You know, people are like, well, what, what are sours? Well, now they're the big popular thing. You know. Yeah. Um, yep. Like I say, I want to bring more sours in here. I, you know, he's like I said, Corey has a lot of experience with that more than I do. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's done barrel eight, you know, barrel sours and things like that, which we're eventually going to try and get into. Nice. You know, with more of that. Right now, we're just doing kettle and you know that things like more that. More of the wild fermentation, like spontaneous fermentation yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, actually, just throw you know yogurt in there. And, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it'll spontaneous yeah. ferment. Something will happen. Something will happen. Well, lesson learned once again. Yeah. yeah. Again, like I say, yeah. uh, you know, Craig over at BRI taught me like, yeah, just throw yogurt. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. That, that's yeah. 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 That's true. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, but. Yeah, yeah, I'll works. try it out. Yeah, yeah, I'll try it out. <laughs> I catch what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? What is? What do you guys? What do you see for the next year for for Flying Bassett? Well, like I say, we've uh, we've secured some big accounts actually as far as our outside sales. Uh, we're starting in September. We're going to be at uh, with our Honey Half of Ison, okay, which is a big seller outside nice. of here. Um, uh, with that one, we're actually going to be in um, Top Golf, okay, in Gilbert. So nice. yeah, that's a big one. Yep, that's yeah. a big one. So we're going to be with them starting in September. Uh, we're looking to do a collaboration with um, Dirk Bentley's. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're talking with them, uh, and then, like I say, we're also looking at with uh, City of Gilbert for their new um, for the uh, 
softball fields. Oh, yeah, wow. uh, the cactus yards. Yeah. So we're looking to do a collaboration with them and things like that. So they're excited. That's about really that. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So like I say, we're looking at you know some bigger accounts and things like that. Yeah. So for a brewery that's only maybe a year and a half old, yeah, you know, it's pretty big accounts to get into it. Sure. It's, it's scary waters. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're like yeah. Crap. I mean, we're gonna have to worry about these problems later yeah. as far as when we're gonna grow that big. But you know, chapter two of the right. lessons Where learned we're right? right now might be bright tanks. Who knows? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But that's good though, because I mean, it seems like things are are growing at pr- probably a more rapid pace than what is comfortable, mm-hmm. but what is necessary. I don't want to say necessary, but um, it, it's a pays homage to. The quality you guys are putting in, yeah, and the that's work like I say again, that yeah. that goals, you know, all definitely goes back to quality product, yep. consistent product, yep. every time. So yeah. that way, it's like you know, if you make it once, the, the next time you come back a month, two months later, it's going to be the same. Yeah, you know, and that's that's something I'm big on because yeah. the thing is, same thing with bringing in my brewer is just he is very consistent with that because you know that's what I'm I want to be about and that's what I want to make sure that is going forward. You yeah, is because. Like I say, is I've created a brand, you know, and and you know, and we want to make sure that this is this is something that continues forward, yep. um, but it still has a, a legacy of this is what we are making, you know, this is what we've created, this is what we want to see go forward in the future. Yeah, you know, awesome. um, you know, we're gonna you know eventually get into cans, you know, canning, you know, is probably down the road. The first thing we'll can would be the copper. Yeah. Then probably the honey half of Eisen. Yeah. Because <laughs> nice. they're, they're big sellers for yeah. us. You know, the honey half of Eisen, like I say, we sell it everywhere. Yeah. You know, we have locations in Tempe. We have locations up in um, uh, High Tide in uh, Gilbert. Okay. They, they have it on a regular tap there. Yeah. You know, because, you know, like I say, it's, it's a great, easy drinking beer, but it's got that little bit of sweetness and a little bit of orange to it, you know, yeah. that just separates it, you know, so. Nice. I got a list of beers I have to try when we're done recording <laughs> okay. here. I, I might have to just get another flight or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, all right. So we got flyingbassatbrewing.com is the website. Um, you guys are on social media. Yeah, That's social it. media. We got yep. uh, in, uh, Instagram. Yep. We got Twitter. Uh, Twitter is Flying Bassett Brew, B-R-U. Okay. Um, Instagram, sometimes I'll post stuff of flying. Yeah, all right. <laughs> about nice. where, I'm, you know, where I'm at and things like that. And, yeah. You know, like I say, some of the cool places I get to go to, you know, yeah. like I'm flying around or whatever. You know, it's, it's, it, it kind of marries the whole concept of Flying Bassett. You yeah. know, like I say, it's was an afterthought really <laughs> sure yeah right. but it, it, oh, like yeah, i say but, but i've had yeah. people come in here and it's like hey i love your posts about you know you're flying all over the place and things like that it's freaking awesome I'm like all right cool you know yeah but i'm glad to see that it's reaching people you sure. know yep you know people are, are appreciating it you know it's just you know it's not like people trying to bag on us or anything like that it's like hey man i'm just doing my job yeah you know, i'm just i'm just same person as everyone else right yeah right <laughs> yeah maybe a few more lessons learned than most but uh, you know <laughs> right. at some point over the last year and a half but uh now Good stuff, Rob. This is everything is fantastic here. Love the place. So, dude, thanks cool. for joining Thank me, you. man. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for coming. My <laughs> pleasure. I need to grab one of those uh, the key lime ones. So, yeah. All we, right, we got to go. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. All right, bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Thank you, guys, as always for your support. Spread the word. Let a friend know. Let a colleague know. Let your boss know. Tell the boss, say, hey, got to take the day off. And listen to the new episode. Tap that AZ. Spread the word really helps uh, my ego. Uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> now it also helps a lot with um, uh, with getting raising up the ratings, right? Right, rising up the rankings, I should say. Uh, ratings are good if they're good. I don't know. I'm rambling at this point. Review on iTunes. 
rating on iTunes always helps. Tell a friend, spread the word, and always remember, stay awesome. Cuando se va de casa, triste me pongo.